Welcome to the Veterinary Project Podcast, episode 122. Welcome to the show created by vets featuring absolutely no pets. This is the Veterinary Project Podcast, created by Dr. Michael Bug and Dr. Jonathan Light. Our resident veterinarians have swapped out their stethoscopes in favor of microphones to bring you the Veterinary Project Podcast, a show focused on real conversations aimed to connect this amazing profession full of remarkable people. Through the sharing of collective stories and wisdom and connecting over the many unique challenges we face, we invite you to join our community of veterinary professionals leading intentional lives. And now, let's get started with another episode of the Veterinary Project Podcast. Welcome back to the Veterinary Project Podcast. You have Dr. Michael Bug, Dr. Jonathan Light, excited, refreshed. It's 2023. Welcome back, everyone. Mikey, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Good to be back, Jonathan. Long time, long hiatus for us. You know, we've got had some offline conversations, but it's time to get back on. It's time to provide some value. It's time to get out there. And that's what we're here to do today, right? Yeah. It's interesting. I've heard it uh, said sometimes, you know, like taking a break is as good as a change. And when we took our little break there and we weren't recording and we weren't having to worry about scheduled guests and all that, I started to miss it. Like, I'm happy we're back. So, well, there was probably a week and a half that you and I didn't speak in the Christmas season. And that's probably the longest time that you and I haven't spoken the last I, three years. I thought you were mad at me. I was like, what did I do? No, I'm kidding. But you're right. That was the longest stretch we've ever gone. That's it. And I missed you. And I told that to Candace. It's like, I got to catch up with Mike, see what's going on. And, and just then we, we, missed each other. we missed each other in person because you came out this way, but then we headed out to the farms for the Christmas circuit. Yeah. But. Here and we are. People, and for people that are not in Canada or even Western Canada, roads were a disaster. It's the first time in 100 plus trips back and forth between Calgary and Saskatoon, which is normally about a six hour drive. That was an eight and a half hour drive. The day later, roads were treacherous. Uh, lots of people had issues getting back home. But hey, here's where we are. Yeah. Well, let's roll. 2023 is going to be a great year. Where are we, where are we headed today? So we are headed a little backwards to go forwards. And what I mean by that is Mike and I had homework to do ahead of this episode today. We did not want to make this just a refresher of another episode. Let's be bored. You're going to turn it off in five minutes. No, that's not what we were doing. The homework for Mike and I was to go backwards in time, review the goal guide setting podcast episode that we had had provided for everybody way back, way back in February of 2021. And that was episode 28. And in that episode, Mike walked us through his guide for gold setting. It's 2023. It's January. We have to have our shit together. That shit together means sitting down and organizing what the next 12 months may look like for you, your family, your business, et cetera. So we went backwards. Both of us listened to it. We had some jokes ahead of recording today. Please go back and listen. I think Mike's hard on himself because I really enjoyed what he got to teach us. And so we're going to refresh everybody today, discuss some of those main points, share some stories, and let's get going on to a strong 2023 together. Let's do it, Jonathan. 
I'm not sure. I have to be honest. When I listened to that, you know, the first thing that jumped out to me is how much people change. Because I'm really self-critical lots of the times. And I was listening to that episode and I was like, wow, 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 wow. You know, like how I'm speaking and delivering. I felt like I was just rambling. And then I had a I had a presentation literally last night on goal setting delivered to a group of real estate investors. It is crazy how doing however many episodes we've done has changed how I speak and then just like confidence and ability to present on the fly. You know, and so you and I were talking about isn't it wild and I would encourage everyone listening to do this. You know, think back February 2021 to January 2023 and that period of time in there look at how far you've come. You know, we're often really hard on ourselves and we're like, ah, we didn't do this. We didn't do that. When you actually stop and look at it, it's like, holy shit. Like there's been a lot of, lot of gain here, a lot of good. So that was encouraging. And I think to add to that, you have a selfish story that you wanted to share. Uh, It's time. Tell us all a little bit about the story. Yeah. I, I don't know. I always, I kind of blush if you're watching it when it, when a story is like pointed on me like this and it's like, it's sharing a win, but I have to be honest, I'm very, very proud of this. Okay. Um, and it, and it ties in with goal setting. And, you know, I would, I, I, in my presentation yesterday, I gave a story of how I used to set goals and I used to set a lot of outcome-based goals and those outcomes, the funny part typically weren't things I wanted, right? I started my presentation with a picture of me and I said, here's a guy that that has achieved a lot of goals that other people have set for him, right? And then um, side tangent, one of my big goals and things that's coming in 2023 uh, is my book that's finally coming out for, for the veterinary industry. I don't know if I've ever actually said the title. I was just wondering, I was like, holy shit, he's saying this live. Well, I they they said I'm not allowed to say the title until all the stuff in the back end is registered, but it's, everything is finally registered. So coming t- apparently March fifteenth, two thousand twenty three, uh, <laughs> you're gonna get peed on. So that's the name of the book coming out for for all you veterinarians. And and in okay, there- so just to stop it for a second because we've gone so off topic already, <laughs> which is amazing. <laughs> So there is a new book. It's coming out March 15th. And what is the title? You're going to get peed on. I'm giving fist pumps for anybody that's not watching the YouTube video right now. Congratulations, Mike. To hear that it is now getting published, what, two and a half years later? Yeah, that I mean... It would be interesting Work to in do progress. an episode on that um, simply for like the mind games that come with writing a book, you know, and all of the, the stuff you battle there. But anywho... Take it's our podcast. Break. We can do that. That's going to be our theme of 2023. This is the this is the podcast with tangents, tangents within tangents within tangents. <laughs> so selfish story. Looking back at everything that you've accomplished in those two years, is that the is that the uh, the summary of the selfish story? Oh no, I haven't even started the selfish oh, story shit. yet. Okay. Yeah, this episode's going to run long. No, okay. Used to set a bunch of outcome based goals, right? And then through all of this journey, I have really shifted and focusing on my identity, right? Identity-based goals. And I've said the story of all my running before and how the identity sh- in, in all of that is I want to be the dad that is running with his kids down by the river, pushing them in a stroller. Like that's really what drives me is I'm never too tired to play with my kids, right? And I've been training pretty hard over the over the past few years. And I'd say I'm in reasonably good shape. And on January 1st, 
uh, we, we went water sliding. We love to go water sliding. Riley loves to go water sliding. Um, so just the local hotel here and we get on the water slide and, you know, we splash down and before we're even out of the pool, Riley's like, I want to go again, daddy. And so up we go and I want to go again and up we go. And then she's too tired to climb the stairs. So carry me daddy down we go. And like on and on and on. And I'm, I'm not complaining because it's, it's oh, no. excellent by like yep. 20 times, 30 times, probably like I lost count 45 times. Like I'm in quite good shape. And my identity is like, I'm not going to say no to playing, but I am getting like gassed, right? Of carrying this three-year-old up and down three flights of stairs, sliding down. And it's funny, there is, there's a seating area off to the side over the pool where parents can sit if they want and, you know, order drinks, order food. Almost all the other parents are sitting up there, you know, having, having drinks. I'm in the pool and in the water slide playing. And then finally, Riley wants to take a break. So we go to our table and she grabs a drink of water and this grandma comes up to us, you know, and she says, hi to Riley first, says, hi, what's your name? And then she turns to me and she says, I just wanted to come over and tell you that you're a really great dad. And I was like, oh, like that just made my year, like, you know, 10 hours, 12 hours into 2023. And I was like, the year has been made. And I was like, that is the difference in my opinion, you know, of, of setting identity-based goals and becoming, you know, the future version of yourself versus setting these outcome-based goals where so often, you know, we set those outcome-based goals and we say, you know, when I accomplish this, I will be happy, right? When I, when I graduate vet school, I will be happy. Once I buy a vet clinic, I will be happy. And we reach that point and we've climbed the mountain and we're sitting there and we're like, ah, oh, like, I, I don't feel any different. I'm not happy. This was supposed to make me happy. Right. And it's like, if it doesn't al- align with your identity, it's not going to do it. And so that has been a huge win for me. Like when I look back on that 2021 Mike setting goals versus 2023 setting goals, that's, that's my selfish story. So 2023 started in a, in a great fashion for me. Well, first off, kudos to you for going up 30 or 40, you know, stairs at a time, which is amazing. And secondly, for someone actually having um, the kudos to come up and recognize it and be able to share that, that's amazing. No matter that she doesn't know you, et cetera, else, because obviously uh, it hit in the right spot. And given it's January 1st, I'm concerned about what the rest of your year is going to look like now that you've well, hit the pinnacle of great dad. <laughs> and I'm joking. And it's, it's totally funny. joking. As soon as she said that to me, I thought to myself, it's like, why don't I give random strangers more compliments? Because I was like, she, she has no clue how much she just like made my day. And I know we can get into like external validation and whatever. It, it was very We're humans. Nice. We're social creatures. Yeah. So, it, and it made me think like, I need to do that more. Like you just some stranger, you know, that's doing something awesome. Just tell them, Hey, that's awesome. Keep it up. Cause it means a lot. So turning the corner a little bit, uh, in order to be able to climb those stairs 30, 40 times with your daughter in tow or carrying her, that's a culmination of a lot of habits, a lot of goal setting, and a lot of slow improvements over time. When I go back to our February uh, 2021 episode, there was a lot of discussion on what is needed in order to be able to attain you know, that end story that you've just been able to provide for us today. Let's jump into it because I want to make sure that there's some tactics there for those that 
are maybe looking at Mike and going, yeah, he's got an eight pack. How do I get one of those and achieve all my goals identity related? I don't have, I have no eight pack, no eight pack to be found. I'm telling everybody you have an eight pack right now. So getting into it, then let's look at both the evolution of your goal setting. Let's talk about it, go through it. Uh, and starting off with visualization. What does visualization mean to you, look to you, and how do you accomplish it in the context of goal setting in 2023? Okay, yeah. And so for, for our listeners, I, don't, I, I honestly can't remember if we've already said this in this podcast. The framework that I'm kind of working off now is a simple acronym for all of us veterinarians. It's just VET, V-E-T. So visualize, environment, and tactics, right? And so we're jumping in used on, it. on the V for visualizing. This, this will be the hardest work that you ever do, in my opinion, right? So this is casting that, that vision of yourself. And I think in, that, in the 2021 episode, I said, you have Aladdin's lamp. And I still stand by that. Like, imagine I've handed you Aladdin's lamp and you can rub it and anything you desire comes out, right? Now there's a few sort of, catches there, right? You have to have a burning desire for this and it has to be yours, right? This isn't all the things you think people think you want or you should want or society expects you to do, right? It has to be you. In your world, the world that you live in with your family, with your businesses, give me some examples of what that means. Well, I mean, I've said this before, like one of them for me was not buying a vet clinic, right? That was way back in 2012. And I was, you know, I'd gone through the evaluations. I'm knocking on the door of buying a vet clinic and it came down to it at that point in time, it wasn't right for me by all accounts. It's, it was the logical next step, right? Like, you know, I was a reasonably high performing veterinarian, you know, and for, for some reason that feels like there's more pressure on like the, the male side, like go run a business, whether I made that up or not, but, and it was hard to peel away from that. Cause when I was really listening to myself, it was like, no, this isn't the right step. Right. So yep. that'd be one, that'd be Good one example. thing. Um, yeah. And then, I mean, health, I've had a lot of breakthroughs on, you know, going into the running and like letting go of the, the ego around, you know, dudes need to be these big buff, strong guys. And it's like, no, I'm look at me. I'm 160 pounds. That's fine. I'm, I'm more of a runner. Right. I'll become a runner. Yeah. Cool. Okay. The actual tactics that you use around visualization in the VET acronym, what do you do? Yeah. I got asked that in the Q&A yesterday. This is a tough one because you kind of have to unplug because remember, this needs to be uniquely yours. So the key things for me is you know, getting off of all the external stimulus, AKA social media, you know, give yourself a little break, whether it's just a weekend. I like to get outside, get in nature, get off your phone, you know, give yourself space and time to just think and let things come to you. I always, you know, I often will say you intuitively know what you want. We just get in our way and tell ourselves stories and block that. But if you actually can just strip all that stuff away, you already know you're just not listening to it, right? So the key is to just give yourself the space and the permission to do that. Um, changing up your environment is really good. You know, some people go to a coffee shop or stay at a hotel, you know, or 
you know, even go somewhere, different city for the weekend, just, just mix it up. Cause when you're in your normal environment, you tend to think the same way. Right. And everyone's yeah, felt yeah. that. Like, think about when you go to a really nice hotel, as soon as you walk in, you just feel different. And do you, in, cause you've been doing this for a number of years, do you change your environment or have you changed the environment that you found yourself for visualization? Well, that, I mean, this has been, this has been my biggest learning since that last episode is just how important environment is. You know, and I, I feel like everyone, if, if we think about environment, everyone has heard you're the average of the five people you hang out with. And that's true. I believe that. But then we kind of stop there, you know, and I, I don't, we don't go deep enough, you know, and you look at your environment is all around you, like internal in the thoughts you have external, we can go macro, like the whole world, the city you live in, you can go micro, like your bedroom, your kitchen. So, I mean, environment is kind of everything. Excellent. And Again, so that's the second part of this acronym. Um, is there enough in the visualization end in terms of tactics before we jump over to environment? Or are you? Yeah, the, la- the last piece I would other? say on, on visualization is focusing on the feeling, right? When you're in the visualization, and I said this in that previous one, you, you're not allowed to ask the word how. How does not matter. We're not thinking about that. You have to focus on how something makes you feel because that is Do what you give yourself drive. time to see how that feels or your expectation is as I write that down on the piece of paper, what does that make? What, what type of emotions come up? Or is that something that you go back to a week later? I just, I don't, I, I only write it down on paper after I've really kicked it around a lot. For me, it's just like in my own head, when you're literally visualizing like, okay, what version of myself would I like to be five years from now? And when it's putting a smile on your face and you can just feel it internally, you know, that's when you know you're on the right track. Nice. Um, Mary Kondo, does that name ring a bell for you at all? I feel like it does, but that's about it. I, I don't, you're going to have to tell me more. So Mary Kondo, she is 38 years old. She's from Japan. She uh, came up with a book a couple of years ago and has become just an amazing sensation around the world uh, in the context of environment leads to inner joy if the things that are in your world, both material and otherwise, aren't providing you joy, then get rid of them. So she goes through literally into, um, for those that may carry a lot more material in their life, clean it up. If it's not bringing you joy, if it doesn't have a story to it, get rid of it. And again, I am simplifying this. I've not read the book. I've listened to some YouTube videos of her, I've listened to some episodes that she's been on on podcasts, but I think it's really impressive because she simplified it to the essence of life. And all these things around you, as you've described in visualization and environment, if it's distracting, it's not allowing you to be your true self. Wow. Somebody, I hope comments on YouTube or podcasts and destroys what I've just provided as a summary, but that's what I've taken out of it. And I really am impressed. She was on the Tim Ferriss podcast and it was impressive. Okay. I love this because this, this is the best part of these podcasts is I just learned something. I'm embarrassed. I don't, I hadn't heard that, but I will be diving in because I, I would say I've become almost like maniacal about environment. And I completely agree. Like y- your environment is constantly having feedback on you and you are constantly shaping your environment. 
And everything in your environment is either supporting you towards your ultimate goals that you visualized, or it's causing resistance. And, th and that's it. It's either supporting or resisting. So you can decide, do you keep it around or do you, do you, you change it? What do you want? Yeah. Yep. I did, um, I did an example last night in my, um, in my presentation. It's actually from the workbook I created that goes along with my book and I'll, I'll run it by you, Jonathan. So Emma, my made up fictional character is at the airport and she has a connecting flight. So she lands and the flight is a little bit delayed. So she's got to get all the way across the airport real quick. So she's doing kind of that, that run slash hurried walk, dragging her bags behind her. And I'm have my speed gun out and I clock her and she's going five miles an hour. Okay. So she's, she's hustling across the airport. There's one of those horizontal walkways, right? Those moving walkways that you can step onto. That walkway is moving at three miles an hour. Okay. So Emma steps onto that. How fast is she moving? Oh, I'm going to get this wrong on the podcast without a doubt. So she's walking five miles an hour. Yes. Traditionally, she goes onto the horizontal stepper, which is moving three miles an hour. Correct. I know the simple math would say she is going eight miles an hour, but I'm wrong. And I recognize that. Okay. Well, I don't know why you're wrong. I was expecting you to say eight, but. <laughs> I'm wrong. And you're going to come up with some witty answer as to why I'm wrong. So let's hear the answer. <laughs> well, the witty conclusion to this is, I didn't tell you which way the walkway was going. Oh, see, I knew there was a witty answer to there this. Was, there's always a trick to it, right? She could be going eight miles an hour. She could be going two miles an two hour. Two miles an hour. Yep. Right? That's your environment. You know, and people don't give that enough thought, right? You can be in environments that support you where your efforts are just supercharged and it's just carrying you along. And you can be in environments where you were working your ass off and your environment is just pushing you backwards. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. We were chatting pre-recording on Warren Buffett, Charlie Munger and investors and talking about timing markets and his initial uh, uh, foray into the textiles industry where no matter what, no matter how hard they tried, no matter how many good of managers they had, they were in a sinking ship due to the nature of exactly what you were describing. The industry was changing on that and they were amazing, but they're still going slower because of the five minus three. That's a great story. Nice moves. Yeah. yeah, thanks man. Okay, so let's take that story forward then. Environment, anything to add to it and or for those that may feel like they're stuck or don't know how to go forward, is there any books or other offerings that you provided for your um, workshop last night well, or anything you can share that way? Did we, uh, I, I mean, I'd have to lean on atomic habits. That's just one of the best books that I can think of. If you're uh -huh. in this world, um, that would be top of mind. You and I had talked about, you know, I think I shared our bed bug story on previous episodes and the vacuum law of prosperity, which sounds very much what this Mary Kondo is saying. The, the quick summary is simply, we tend to be too scared to let go of things until we have something to replace it. That, that just tends to be human nature, you know? And so I would challenge and encourage people, you know, if something's not serving you, or if it's causing a lot of resistance, let go of it and just trust that something better will fill, fill its spot. And it's amazing how it does. It all, that's the funny part. It always does. And it's so scary in the moment, right? We've all had those moments where we're like, I don't know if I should do this. 
then we do it and it just works out way better. You know, and it's like, why didn't I do that sooner? I don't know. But so I'm going to provide from James Clear Atomic Habits for anybody that already has not subscribed. Please go and subscribe to his free newsletter. He provides once a week, every Thursday, quotes, three quotes by himself, and then provides three additional quotes from others. His two quotes this week I saved, and I think they fit perfectly with this section of the podcast. Uh, three ideas from him. The first one this week, the hard way is the fast way. Do it right the first time and you won't have to do it over next time. Figure out your environment, visualize, spend the time. It will go a long way. The second one that he has, the responsibility of any creator is to just do the work, not judge it. Your job is to fall in love with the process, not grade the outcome. He's good. I hadn't heard those. I never read that newsletter, but it's, yeah, all of his stuff always makes you go, damn. Damn, so simple. So effective, so yeah. true. Yeah. Let's move into tactics. So in terms of the acronym VET, we now go into the T portion. Mike, walk us through what this looks like for you in 2023. Yeah, so I mean, I came up with kind of seven tactics. They all start with a D, trying to keep it you know, as simple as possible. The first one, it's funny how you said that. The first one is do the work, right? It's, it's easy. People will visualize. They'll be like, this is what I want for my life. Do the work. Are you committed to it, right? There's a big difference between I want and I'm committed to. There, there, there's, nothing, there's nothing easy here. That's just, you got to show up. You got to put the reps in. You know, a lot of people want that instant gratification. Fortunately, it's just not the way it is. Do you still subscribe uh, as we work through the guidebook in 2021 to uh, the 12-week windows in the year? So that yeah. each 12-week window is, you know, considered equivalent? Yeah, I've kind of modified it a little bit. And I'll, that's actually my seventh tactic is, or my seventh, yeah, seventh tactic is dividers. So I'll, I'll fill that in right now because we're on it is like chunking things down, you know, and I know when we when we talk about resiliency, we talk about bookending would be another way of saying it. The reason I like these dividers is let's, let's take a health goal and pretend someone has set a 2023 health goal. I'm going to work every day in 2023. Well, listening to this on January 18th, they may have missed a workout or whatever their version of it is. What they're going to say is, well, I screwed that up. We'll try again next year. And it's like by setting a, a closer reset, you give permission to reset, right? I want to work every workout every day in January, but you miss one. Well, we'll pick it up in February. And it's like, no, tighten that window, tighten it way down, right? I do, I do a weekly reset on my health stuff because there's blatantly, there's weeks that I just mess up and miss. And it's like, I'm not going to be too hard on myself, right? When the next week rolls around, we're back on it. No big deal. Nice. Next. What's next? Decide. So we keep saying this, but we never do it. We literally need a whole podcast on decision-making or maybe we did. We need to go further. We need like, to go further. Yeah. I, I just, the more I study this, the more I'm just blown away. There's so much inside of this. If I guess if I was to summarize it for the point of this conversation is the, the most important thing when we cast our vision, and we've talked about the, the 10x ver version of ourselves. So when you cast a really big vision of yourself, it makes you ask better questions, right? Who do I need to become to achieve that? 
And when you ask that question and you have a huge vision, the decisions you make need to be tighter, right? Like if I tell you, Jonathan, you made $100,000 last year, and this year I'm going to challenge you to make $2,500 extra dollars. It's like, what decisions are in front of you? Well, tons. You could you can basically do anything. You can pick up a couple extra shifts and make $2,500 more dollars, right? You don't have to do... You don't have to be anyone different. You just got to do a tiny bit more. But if I tell you, okay, Jonathan, I'm going to challenge you to make $2.5 million this year. You, everything gets thrown out the window, right? All of those things that would have would have got you there initially, gone. There's maybe one path you can take, right? So you have to make really strong, committed decisions. And then the other port, part of decisions is... I, I often will play around with the language and I, I, I really hope I'm not repeating myself here. I, oh, this did is I, good. Let's go. Did I do the incision example before on the podcast? Probably, but I don't remember it. So let's recap. <laughs> yeah. This is how I look at making a decision. So we're going to do a little play on words. So if I'm a veterinarian and I'm doing a spay, dogs lying on the table, I have the scalpel blade in my hand. I'm going to make an incision, Right ventral midline incision. I'm going to cut into that dog, right? Yep. When I, when I change the semantics of that around and I throw D in front of that, right? Decision. I think about this as debriding something. So if I'm going to debride a wound, I am going to cut that extra piece of granulation tissue off and I'm going to throw it away, right? I don't need it. I'm not going to sew it back on. This is the most important part of making a decision. Everyone agrees when we make a decision, we've chosen something. And I agree with that. But what we've also done is we've said no to everything else, right? So when you decide on something, just as important as what you pick is what you did not pick. And no, people don't stick to that, right? They decide something, but then, right, let's say there's three options, A, B, and C, and I chose option B. But then option C comes back around and says, hey, you forgot about me. And I'm like, ah, you're right. Come here. Yeah, come on. And it's like, no, you decided. Option C was a no. Put it to bed. Move on. Yep. I love it. I love it. Okay. We're short of time. Let's keep yeah, going. I'll, I'll fire Next. through. Fire through. Do less. This just builds off deciding. You will actually do less. I know I said do the work. Make your decision. You will do less because you're focused on just very, very narrow, deep focus. So this is the thing I disagree with the most that I said in 2021. I said, I have 10 quarterly goals. When I heard that I was laughing. Now I have one to three on the year. And we've talked about this before. This is the reason we're going bi-weekly on the podcast. Trim it down, get focused, right? You will do less. Tactic four, daily. You have to bring this daily. I talked about those resets. What's the one most important thing you will do today to move forward, right? And then we, we've spent tons of time talking about you don't, you don't get up and check your phone, right? You get onto your number one thing. Next tactic, desire. So desire, I talk on the visualization need of burning desire. For me, obviously, that's my family, my kids. I showed some pictures in the, in the presentation. Things are going to get hard. You know, you're going to have clients complain, threaten to sue you. Animals are going to pass away. All of that stuff really does suck. I'm not making light of it, but you are going to have to come back to your burning desire, you know, to find the motivation and the inspiration to get going again. 
Yep. Right. And be the best person you can be, whatever that looks like. And every individual is different and should be individual or should be different for every individual. Yeah. Tactic six, dopamine. I mean, you got to manage your distractions. There's just no other way around it. And everything in the world is designed to get your attention, right? Make you scroll, make you push the like button and it's instant gratification. You're going for transformational goals, right? You can't, you can't spend your time distracted because someone ate a really good looking sandwich and they posted a picture of it, (laughs) right? Like, and don't get me wrong. There's a time, like, sure. Take a few minutes and unplug and scroll, but those minutes turn into hours and days. Like you're flushing your vision down the toilet, right? So that was that. Cause I already said the last one dividers. I do want to say one last thing on visualization. I know you're going to just kick me off this podcast. I told it's your podcast as well. I, you know, I can't do it. I told a story to open about uh, Ethan, our little boy here. And I said, would, would it be realistic for Ethan to walk this month? So for, as a reminder for everyone, he was born in October, right? So would it be realistic that he starts walking right now? And it's like, no, it's not. Would it be realistic that he's walking five years from now? Absolutely. And in babies, we accept, we expect transformational growth. Like we know Five years from now, that baby will be a completely different person, right? I mean, arguably, they're still the same person. They've just transformed. But then as we become adults, we stop believing that, right? Like we don't believe that a 32-year-old can transform by the time they're 37, right? We don't believe that a 40-year-old can transform by the time they're 45. We just start settling for like, well, I'm not going to transform. I'm going to take the, the really minor win, right? I got offered a 2% cost of living inflation wage increase. So that's what I'm worth. I'm going to take that. And it's like, you can transform. So that's kind of my new 2023 take on goal setting. Mike, as always, you're informative, you're researched, you're coming with stories this year. You can hear what the evolution is. For everybody, go back to 2021, a different conversation than today. Both of them, very useful as you're trying to figure out how you want to transform. Uh, We hope you've enjoyed this conversation. Again, this is the new us on a biweekly basis. We want to make sure that we are bringing you guys value, not just Mike and Johnny, you know, pony show for 15, 20 minutes. We have a lot more ideas of what's going to come in 2023. We already have our first three guests recorded. We're organized. Let's rock and roll. Let's make some differences in the world and really feel, uh, as Mike has said, that we are becoming more whatever way that looks like, family, friends, business, et cetera. Uh, anything's in parting? Because it's your, your main yeah, It's going to be awesome. It's going to be a great year. You know, I said this um, previously, uh, us going bi-weekly, for me, it feels lighter. You know, we have let go of a lot of stuff of what we thought, you know, maybe this should be because every other podcast does it that way. And I, I don't know how you're feeling over there on your end, but for me, it's just like any weight and obligation off the shoulders. And it's like, I am really excited for this, this year of episodes. Agreed. And we only have a couple months to wait until the publishing of your book. And we're going to chat all about that. So I like it. All right, buddy. Till the next time. Have a great day. The Veterinary Project Podcast. 
Thank you for listening to the Veterinary Project Podcast. As a recap, on behalf of our hosts, the Veterinary Project Podcast will be releasing new episodes weekly. So be sure to tune in as we bring you more conversations aimed at helping you enjoy a life well lived. If you enjoyed what you heard on the show and you want to stay in the know, please like, love, and or subscribe to the podcast on the listening platform of your choosing, as we're available on all the usual suspects. If you know of others that may benefit from these conversations, we'd love it if you please share the show with them, as this will help us grow our community to reach more and more veterinary professionals. Speaking of which, if you are a veterinary professional and would like to get connected with more like-minded individuals who are joining us on this journey, please send an email to the Veterinary Project Podcast at gmail.com, and we'll invite you to be a part of our private Facebook group. General feedback, requests for information, or perhaps requests to be a guest on the show can also be sent to the Veterinary Project Podcast at gmail.com. Dr. Michael Bug and Dr. Jonathan Light, thank you for listening to the show, and we'll catch you again next week for another episode of the Veterinary Project Podcast. Bye for now. Bye for now.